welcome to episode 113 of this material podcast about all things Google. I am Andy Anatko. And I am Florence Ion. And I'm Russell Ivanovich. And I came so close to buying like a big sack of Oreos just to say, well, because it's just it'll be a prop for a podcast or something where I'll take a picture of it for something I write. But I couldn't do that, unfortunately. Because then you'd have Oreos in your house and then you'd be tempted to eat the entire sleeve in one sitting. That's exactly why there are no Oreos, not even knockoffs in my house. (laughs) Also, I will eat them. I want to give our listeners a pro tip. I tried that thing. You know, you put balloons in the ceiling and then you pull the little thing and the balloons rain down. Don't try that with Oreos. They really hurt. Those things, like, you get enough of them in a packet. It just, it'll scar you for life. Just trust me on that one. Oh, my. What do you Well, then you got to eat them just to get rid of the vermin, <laughs> attracting vermin. There's, yeah, I, I it, instead of saying sleeve flow, say bag, because I've tried every trick in the book to prevent my, to, to create a bag of Oreos that will last like more than a day. And unfortunately, it doesn't. So I, I, I had, I, I, so I had, I have to, I had to create a new rule for the house for myself. That is, I'm not allowed to buy Oreos unless it is a new, like limited edition flavor that I have never had yet. In which case, mm, okay, fair. yes, I, I will have, I will buy the bag of Dunkin' Donuts macchiato Oreos, oh. and I will try my best. But it will last again through the night and. Did you have them the with Dunkin' day. Donuts coffee? Is that what you did? Because that's what I would have done. <laughs> I would have just gone twofold. <laughs> so, I have to know, Andy, does limited edition count if someone was to put like, say, little green Android robot on one of them? Is that limited edition? And green insides as well. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, there's green. No, there's there's oh, an Android exists. robot and a, yes, that's oh. what. Well, that's what they gave out to the Google employees, mm. and they were tweeting them. So, so they so they had what I, I think some people got tricked into thinking that this was going to be a huge like Google press launch hardware <laughs> whatever event. Yes, when actually, that, yeah. do, do you think it was the countdown that gave them that impression, Andy, or all the hype that Google was making around it? Well, or do you think no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like I, I'm sure that inside Google they thought, you know, it would be cool. Like we're, we're going to be launching around that anyway. Like why don't we just like you know have a, have like a solstice viewing party and then we'll just formally unveil like Android O. And we've got you know instead of just having like just the regular like putt putt mini golf fiberglass, we'll, we'll have like an animatronic one that lights up and it'll just be a cute little thing. But a, a, a lot a lot of people thought that oh you're not going to be introducing the new Pixel phone. Oh no, you're not going to have a big you're not gonna, you're not going to have a Anyone that has been on a keynote stage at I okay, we really are just sitting out in the sun watching the sun go away and then come back. <laughs> but it would have been worth it because they also hand out handed out packs of free like that 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 is a strong move. Custom Oreos with and the Android logo, Ooh. and a comic book. I didn't get yes, that. Yes, there's a comic book of the superhero, and I desperately need to get my hands on one because I need to hear the backstory of the superhero. Who, by the way. Is female. Oh, I'm just okay. gonna throw that out there. She is female. It was confirmed in Advertising Age, the trade pubs for all of our marketing and PR friends. Um, <laughs> and she is a superwoman. Or oh, droid. Oreo. Android. Super droid woman Oreo. <laughs> Superwoman that, that, android that's Oreo. That's what I want to know in the backstory is was was she once a like a human? woman or was she always a droid like where she got bit by a radioactive oreo and <laughs> one of those flavored kind maybe it was a i don't know it was probably a red hots version because i imagine those would go awry like those would bite back at you and 
Maybe she got bitten unnatural. by an Oreo and a droid, and that's how she became superwoman droid Oreo person. <laughs> Perhaps from Boston Dynamics robot. <gasps> yeah, someone kept kicking the dog, and the dog's like, I've had enough. I've been that's kicked down like 2,500 times. I'm going to go bite someone. <laughs> robot dog yeah. bites woman. There's your story. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm, I'm now at the uh, Advertising Age uh, article. It says, coming hand-in-hand hand with the Android Oreo release is a female superhero uh, think a green android mascot with a belly made from an Oreo, which the brands now this is uh, the these these words are going to turn to poison as I speak them, but I'm I, I'm reading this, which the brands say is meant to mix the playfulness of Oreo and the intelligence of Android. So an obvious co-marketing opportunity. I'm amazed they haven't gotten together <laughs> earlier. And this is the first time I believe that one of these statues actually moves. I saw it moving. The the arms move. It kind of like twists around and stuff. It's animatronic. Yep. It's a, it's they have a little video of it being put together. It has like white LED lights. Uh, there are four poses apparently. Not not five and not three, but exactly four. So if you're future nerd trivia team, but yeah, it's a, a pure co-branding partnership. Oreo di- Oreo did not pay for naming rights. Uh, however, they're going to be supporting the partnership over the next several months. One activation being discussed is mounting a drone with nine yes. hologram projectors yes. to make it seem like the Android Oreo superhero is flying in the air. Yes. Yes. I want <laughs> yeah. to see this in person, please. Someone bring me a flying Android Oreo drone. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That would just make my day. And it'd be even better if I could like pay to send one. I would pay whatever exorbitant amount they would charge me. I'm just saying this out loud and on the record. I would pay if I can afford it at the time. I am freelance now uh, to have this drone be delivered to someone's house just so I can. Oh, that'd be so cool. I sent you the Android Oreo drone with flying androids. Woman. And it would just drop off Oreos at your doorstep, which is it's there you go. Brand marketing tie-in. I have solved their problems. It would it would be dropping off Oreos and collecting Wi-Fi hotspot IDs wherever it goes. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, too soon, Andy. Too soon. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Andy, for reminding us of the perils of the world. <laughs> Again, every <In> my fantasy. <laughs> we Oreos. Our Oreos are tasty and iconic. They're also filled with sugar and fat. Google gives us wonderful, playful experiences and free software, but they also want. Our data. Did you? I, I suppose you guys didn't know that they make their money selling information about the users they collect. Yeah. So. Gasp. Oh, well. shut this podcast down. It's over. Unless Google, you want to fly one of these drones to like? You probably can't make it to Australia. I don't think they fly overseas yet. But if you want to fly one to Andy or Flo's house, you know we'll feature it on the show. Happy to. Because <laughs> this is a video hey. podcast, after all, our listeners would love the uh, the audio representation of. Oh my goodness! I just saw a drone outside. It's doing this. It's doing that. Ah, oh, it just crashed. I do live in the <laughs> Bay Area, so it's very possible that, that I may be saying that for real in like five Ooh. days. I also live near an Air Force base, so I'm very curious to see what that's going to be like when drones eventually <laughs> litter the sky. Uh. <sighs> Well, well, when they start, well, at some point, we're going to have to start building apartments and condos above the ground because there's going to be no more place <laughs> to build. And so, or, or at least someone's going to figure that, you know, if people are willing to spend $3,800 for a studio apartment that's 45 minutes away from San Francisco, I bet they'd give us at least $800 for like a pup tent that's just like dangling via a crane that they don't know where the crane is. But they pro- we promise them there is a pup tent there. 
So, Andy and Flo, I have a listener question to to tie hopefully yes. all of these threads together. This is how masterful this is going to be, just just believe you believe me. Um, it, it comes from someone on Twitter. They ask, um, do we have any inside scoop if the S8 Active is coming to the other carriers? I'm not an American, but they say this, this person says he's with Verizon. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm between that or jumping to the current Pixel for the pure Android experience. Need me some Oreo. Um, he says, <laughs> I have an S7. Plus, 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 I don't know what that means. Note 4 before that, S5 before that, S3 before that. Um, so it looks like a lot of Samsung phones in this person's history and they're wondering, do they wait for the ESSEC active and is, do we know if it's coming to other carriers? Or Andy, I, I believe you had a scoop on the Pixel last week. Like is it better to jump to the, the current version of the Pixel? Uh, I don't know. See, uh, well, I got so uh, let me give you an update that my my discount uh, reconditioned or whatever refurb uh, Pixel version one uh, arrived uh, earlier this week, uh, early or yeah, a week ago. Uh, It it's flawless, perfect. Not not like it didn't have like uh, uh, bunny stickers or anything on it. No scratches. No anything. Um, I was hoping it was going to be like I, I've got I've bought factory refurbished things before and saw that well you get you, it's in a box it's get the charge and everything it's like they they send it back to Google or whatever and they send it back uh, no it was just like a cardboard box that had <laughs> a, a version one Pixel phone just sort of in like in a little envelope just sort of rattling oh, around you there didn't even and get like the special you know because it I mean it was very beautiful the way it yeah, was packaged I know. And- I know. I, I, sorry, I'm not trying to rub it in. Sorry. It was worth the extra two hundred fifty dollars, Andy. You missed you're, out. You're, and you were very, very economical to buy. Like I, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, I it don't was. A, it, but but, but uh, I, at which point I reminded myself that the uh, that the sticker price on 128 gigabyte version one was like something close to nine hundred dollars yeah. when new, and I paid three hundred eighty dollars yeah. for it. Okay, yeah. that's it's not worth it's not worth that money for a box. But yeah, working working fine, working perfectly, nothing nothing wrong with it. So that was a, that was a good deal. Uh, so very 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 happy with that. Uh, the version I it's it's running. It's not running Android O yet. Uh, not mm-hmm. for lack of refreshing the system preferences to find out if an update is available yet. No, it's not. Uh, so the so my 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 Android O beta phone, the Nexus 6P, got it like the first day, oh, but yeah, okay. this one. But this one's still no. That's 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 in line with what we've been hearing. But and unfortunately, even when you do mm. get the actual Google phone, you know that. They, for some reason, Google is a, a, a simple little like Amish. <laughs> They're farmers. They bake pies. They make quilts. They also have an operating system. You know, they don't want to rush these things. They, 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 their, their days are filled with prayer and humility. So they, they. So I, it's okay if let's. Nope. See, my system is up to date. You lie. You lie. You lie. You lie. I have one word for you, Andy. Carriers. Apparently, if you join the beta program, you get the final build instantly. There's a tip if you're, you're desperate and you're like, I want it right now, you can just go and enroll your device. There's, there's no real risk. You can just unenroll it like afterwards. But if you want the actual final build, you have to wait for it to go through all the carriers. And speaking of carriers, Flo, I believe you have the answer to the second half of this question about yeah, is it coming to Verizon? Well, the last, so the last three years, the Active has been an AT&T exclusive. So, and it's going to continue on this year, which is a bummer. But there's other like ruggedized phones you can buy, but they're old now. Like I was going to suggest maybe the V20. I mean, it's not that ruggedized actually, now that I think about it compared to the first gen one. I think an OtterBox case, you know, yeah, 60 bucks, slap her on there. You know, it'll just be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a regular S8. (laughs) 
as soon as I, when, I, when I made the purchase for this Pixel phone, 10 minutes later, I was on the spec.com site and buying my usual candy shell case that I've had on every single phone that I've ever carried around because it's basically adds ruggedization to pretty much anything you have to you have God really has to hate your phone in order for you to <laughs> drop it inside even even just a regular spec case and for something bad to happen it's God is saying come on this thing has two gigabytes of RAM 16 gigabytes of storage Andy you're killing me every time you curse and say that oh no why, why does pocket cast keep telling me it can't download any more podcasts it's not Russell's fault stop stop complaining about Russell <laughs> oh, I tuned in for the "it's not Russell's pop, yeah. fault" part. That's that's my favorite few words <laughs> that you can string together in a you, sentence. You had, you're, you're you're checking your ears. You almost never hear that. It's almost a user saying, "My pop tart got burned in the toaster." Russell, I, what are you going to do about it? Is there a new beta? <laughs> I like a burnt pop tart though. It adds a little bit of like you know, mm. uh, it's like the creme brulee effect. You get a little yes. Like, nice, you, you get know, your spoon out, sugar like, layer on top. Yeah, yeah, come on! It's a gourmet <laughs> pop tart. <laughs> but, but to quickly answer the. Just to address part one of that question, yeah, I, I think that I think that buying a buying a Pixel version one, if you can get one at a really good price, is definitely an option because this is one of the platforms that Android O was built for. The other one being the phone that we're going to see in about a month. Uh, it's fast. It runs great. Again, if you this is the month in which everybody who has them in stock wants to get rid of them, so you can get a very good deal even it's directly from true. Google. So don't so don't don't be put off by the fact that it's a year old. I, I was I was this close to saying, well, why don't I just hold on to the Nexus uh, for another year because it's running pretty much fine. Uh, but again, for three hundred dollars less, or four hundred dollars less, or even two hundred dollars less, you might find that a better a better option, especially if you like having a headphone that you actually plug into something into the phone. It's very because, true. Yeah. And if you're really concerned about having the water resistance, the Galaxy S8 is also going to be on mega sale right now because what was announced today, this morning in New York City. So, and that's water resistant. You could dunk it in the pool. It's no problem. Don't dunk, 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 dunk it, it in your tank. Don't, don't dunk it in your tank. After, yeah, yeah don't do it. Uh, bef- yeah. Can you dunk it into a donut? This is this is another question I, I need an answer to. Um, <clears throat> I, I have one last bit of, listener feedback i think so i had um one of our australian listeners tweeted us um at me specifically and he happened to send me like an amazon link he's like you know the essential phone is also available in australia like amazon ships it here for those of you the americans are like yeah amazon ships everywhere they don't they don't ship a lot of electronics to australia like half the time you go to amazon.com and you're like oh this looks really we don't ship this to your location you're like oh again this really is the second this? time i'm having this australia <laughs> amazon conversation this week by the way i was really worried about whether you guys can get amazon or not so the we, other day it, it's launching here next year they're, they're building out um factories no they're building out warehouses and things at the moment so that's that's exciting because we had a lot of our big box retailers just just like you do but the thing is like you just can't you just can't order a lot of especially phones for some reason i don't know if they're under some kind of electronics embargo or what but um anyway one of our listeners uh, sent me a link directly to an amazon essential phone that is up for pre-order and available in Australia. And I don't know what happened. I, I, I got a level with you two. Like the keyboard was there, the mouse was there, some clicking and typing happened and oh, so, no. suddenly it's it's pre-ordered and it's it's coming here in September. You put it on the, you put it on the credit card, didn't you? <laughs> one of those. It's one of those purchases. You're just like, screw it. I'm just going to put it on the credit card. I just got to see what Let's it's about. Sept- 
let September Russell handle it. Yeah, exactly. That's September exactly. Russell's problem. I mean, so here's the perfect storm, right? The listener sent me this tweet. I also, for those of you that know MKBHD on on YouTube, he does some amazing 4K videos. He had a preview video of the um, the Essential Phone, and just looking at that thing, it just looks so good. And there was just the things. I mean, you guys had the eclipse. I had basically a total eclipse of my wallet. I guess you'd call it at that point. It was just, it was a done deal. It was done. Nothing I can do. Exactly. Total eclipse of the wallet. A lot of people are saying really nice things about it. I, I have not held one myself, but it's people who yeah. have had experience with it are saying positive things. My, I, I like the, I like the idea about it. I like the idea that we're going to slim it down, not physically, but aesthetically. We're not going to put lots of crap on it. That's not going to work out. There's only in, like in the around run. thirty icons on it, by the way. Right. Like in the app drawer. That's it. Like around thirty. Yeah, I've heard apparently it only comes with one extra app or something. One bonus app, not twenty-five. Right. My see, my the only thing that stopped me from thinking about that again when I was still in the midst of I sh- maybe I should buy a new phone sometime in the second half of this year. I'm always worried about I'm I'm worried about version 1.0 of any piece of hardware. Especially, but especially when it's this company is a brand new company that has never manufactured a phone before. As good as as good as they are, they're going to learn so much from this first piece of hardware. And I I I, I realize that I I am saying that just after saying I've just bought version 1.0 of the Pixel phone. But okay, they they have had people make phones for like them before. 10 also, it's based- months later, yeah, <laughs> right. or whatever. So- You're fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the other thing is that that's the thing that. The, probably the third thing that pushed me over the edge is as a developer, um, this phone has that unusual cutout. It's got a higher like status bar and potentially like it's going to come with a few software bugs that comes from a company that it's kind of still finding its feet. So that was the the last, I guess, nail in the coffin. It's like we probably need this thing for testing. Like we we want to do the best by our, our customers. You know, we really value our customers so much that we'll buy these, you know, once-off run phones just, just to help them out. That's the only reason I did it. I don't know how our listeners get by. Like the three of us each have a gold-plated excuse to say if it, so all we have to do is just if the angel tells the devil on on the on the other shoulder, okay, look, I know you just want to buy this Pixel phone because you want the Pixel phone, okay? So long as you tell me that's why you're doing it and it's not, oh, but I my my readers are going to be asking me about I need to have one for the reference library to test the t- Pixel version 2 against when they send me a loaner. Just, just don't insult me as the angel that looks like Andy on Andy's other shoulder. Just tell me you just want to spend money on a phone. But you, <laughs> That's you, what you I did last year. There, <laughs> yeah, you people out there don't have that. You can just you just have to say no. I just want a new shiny thing. <laughs> it's new and a shiny. And, and I don't know, Andy and Flo, do you have any idea how we pay for this kind of thing? With credit cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> credit cards. But that works too. <laughs> Make sure you get one with points. Eventually, you get, you're going to max out your credit card, and you're going to get to that point in the show. You're like, why are we doing a podcast again? Like, what what's in this for us? Like, we love our listeners so much, but. Also, we love our sponsors as well. And this week, we have yet another returning sponsor, which is Squarespace. You can enter the offer code MATERIAL at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, you should make your next move with Squarespace. They let you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain name, award-winning templates and more. Uh, maybe you want to create an online store. Maybe you want a portfolio. Maybe you want a blog. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades. Um, basically, Squarespace do all that for you. So 24-7 customer support if you need any help. Um, they let you quickly and easily grab a domain name and, like I said, award-winning templates that are beautifully designed. So you can just go in and build the kind of site that you want to to, to get started. So Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month. Uh, you can start a trial with no credit card by going to squarespace.com 
And when you decide to sign up, make sure you use the offer code material. Hopefully you can spell the name of our show to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for this show. So we want to thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. Lovely. So let's let's run down. So I've already established that I don't have O on my primary phone. Who who, who has it? Me. So Flo, you Me got also. it. Not enjoying it. I'm trying really hard to enjoy it. I'm trying really hard to be thankful for this house guest. I really am because this house guest traveled so many continents to be here at my house and come see me for the week. Um, But this house guest is very messy and uh, tends to force close apps and uh, video tends to come out choppy and Bluetooth isn't connecting when it's supposed to. And today my battery died after four hours. Like what? What is going on? It's like it's been possessed. <laughs> so that's just my experience. So, so not having fun with day one of Android Oreo then? No. Well, I, and I thought things would change once I got the official update and once I left whatever the beta version that I was on. Um, so what I'm trying to do now is I'm just trying to tweak it and keep like picking at it and seeing all this new stuff that's coming out. Like for instance... I used the vitals, which was telling me that some app that had just like gone rampant in the background, but it's an app that I hadn't opened in weeks, which was mm. like really strange. Like I didn't understand why it was running in the background. It was running at like 50% of it, it's, I, I don't know what happened. Some weird stuff's going on. So it's just possible. And I really don't want to factory reset it. I really don't because if I were, if I were not me, if I were somebody else that just is not that interested in dealing with my phone, I would not want to do the whole factory reset just so it can work after an update. Like I want to be able to just continue and move to move forward without having to do the whole backup and refresh, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Hmm. <sighs> so <laughs> I, I got to say, it's funny. Like obviously we use our phones two different ways. We have two different sets of apps. There's a million like possibilities as to what can go wrong, but yes. I've had a pretty good time with Android Like The battery life's been pretty decent. Um, Google fixed my flashlight bug. A lot of people laughed at me for trying to explain that on air because it's really like a visual thing that I was trying to show off. But now every single time I tap the flashlight, it turns on, and every single time I tap the little shortcut to turn it off, it turns off. It's amazing. I don't know how they do that sort of thing. <laughs> so that's fixed. That was my only bug. Um, I don't really use Bluetooth much. I have seen, I know Flo had Bluetooth problems. I've seen a lot of people online complaining about Bluetooth issues. I think the only time I use it is Android Auto, I'm pretty sure, works over the cable for transmitting audio until you take a phone call. And I've only taken one phone call and it works. So that's that's not really any sort of like test. So I haven't had problems, but I do know every single time Google puts out a major update of Android, like there are always issues and there's always like a, a 7.01 or an yeah. 8.01 that, that tends to drop, you know, not that long afterwards. Hopefully that's all it takes. Like it's it's sad if those, you know, issues need to carry on for, for months. Well, Nugget killed my Nexus 6P. Like I just, and that was, yeah, Nugget killed my Nexus 6P. Like I didn't revive it. I didn't try and revive it. So, and I don't think it was actually, so sorry, just to dial this back because I'm going all over the place. I had it, I had a lot of problems with Nugget uh, around, or no, I'm sorry. Let me start that over. I had a lot of problems with Marshmallow. Six months into it, okay, on the Nexus 6P. So it was right after it, you know, six months after it was announced by Google, whatever. And then going into Nugget, as soon as I got that update, like everything just 
would slow down. I'd be driving and maps would freeze and then I'd have to pull over and wait to like restart the phone so I could figure out where I was going. I was just having such a stressful time with it. And so the reason I dropped my credit card down for the Pixel is because I said, screw it. I'm just going to buy the Pixel and just, I don't want to deal with it. I'm, I'm not at that realm. And plus I was really excited about the camera. Like I wanted a phone whose camera I could really appreciate. Uh, and I felt that I have really gotten that out of the Pixel for what it's worth. But so now I'm afraid that I have, I guess you could say, a tiny bit of PTSD. Not to, not that I'm trying to say PTSD is not a big deal. But I feel like the same thing is happening <laughs> all over again. And it's very frustrating for me at this moment in time, which is why I'm so exasperated when I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so but, so you're, but you were having problems with the beta on that same phone before. Yes, I was. was. And okay. That's kind of what happened to the 6P is I was on the beta for Nugget and then that's when all these problems started and all these like random shutdowns. Uh, my husband had the same issue with his 6P and what he did is he bought a whole new battery, like off-market battery. Just put it in there. I just wow. said, please, God, don't okay. let anything happen. <laughs> yeah, he like lo- went on YouTube. I realize we're completely digressing right now, but <laughs> no, no, but let's... it's... it's just been a journey. So it happened to him too. It happened separately from me. This was a long time after I had retired the Nexus 6P and he fixed it though. His 6P is like, it's beautiful. It's swimming along. It's back. He's so happy. Yeah. Anyway. I know what you're saying, Flo. Like in in a lot of (laughs) cases, like doing a full factory reset will fix it. But you think about the kind of stuff that's on your phone. That is a real hassle. You can't be like, oh, just reset your phone. I have four years of text messages on (laughs) here. And yes, we With know you can back friend. them up and you can do all that sort of thing, but it's still not seamless. You still, you, you can't press a button and two minutes later be like, oh, my phone's refreshed and all my stuff's still on here. Like that's just not how this all works. There's a ton of different things and there's always little things that don't get backed up or get missed and it's only like two weeks later you're like, oh, I lost that thing that I thought I had that I really need right this second and it's gone now. And you're like, oh, I reset my phone. Damn it. Mm. Yeah, this that's... See that's that's too bad. No, I I, I had it. See, because I had it on the six P. I all I can now all I did with the six P was tap the button, accept, have it uh, have it uh, have it install, uh, and then basically spend that uh, that same amount of time cursing the fact that you basically thank you after I swapped my SIM from this this one to the new phone. You're not putting it on the one that I actually want it to be. Why <laughs> why why must why must Andy always get the fuzzy end of the lollipop, so to speak? That's how life and, works, right? But I but I can but I can say that in the like two or three in the couple of days after that, it has just simply been on my nightstand. I picked it up just like a half hour ago. The battery was still good. Ah. Nothing seemed to something seemed to have fried. I don't know yet though. And that's you know, I mean I, I don't I don't know what if I what I would do if I were running a beta and I was I wanted to update that on my own phone. Maybe I, I think I would probably reset it to factory because I'm not smart enough to figure out. Or no, 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 no. Here's a. I'm not smart enough to figure out what the problem is if there's a problem later on. Whether I can isolate it, but also you know how sometimes you you get in the habit of when you leave like a restaurant booth, you're just going to take two steps away, then turn around, take two steps back, take another look at the seat to make sure you didn't leave your wallet or your keys, even if your phone is in your hand. Every just, time I get right. out of a chair. Because <laughs> I, I I do that. Yeah. Not because not because I can't I can't remember a time where I've actually like found something that I've that I happen to leave behind. It's mostly so that if something does get lost, I can eliminate that as a possibility and not worry about it. Whereas, the, so with the beta, it would be like, 
what happens if I download a, like a, a new a, a new version of like 4D Tetris and it keeps freezing on level 14? And then I wonder, is this because I installed O uh, O major uh, main general release on top of the beta? Am I is this phone doomed to never be able to play 4D Tetris? And like, ah, I don't want that responsibility. I'd much rather nuke it from the nuke it from the air. It's the only way to be safe. <laughs> we should. I think we should really just run down some of the quick sort of highlight features of, mm-hmm. of Android. Andy's outlined a really cool cheat sheet here. You've got uh, picture in picture. You've got uh, things like notification channels. So as developers, we can now say, you know, this is this particular type of notification. This is this particular type of notification. Um, and you, as a user, can say, I don't want these notifications. I just want to turn this one type off. That's pretty cool. You can also snooze notifications to be reminded of um, them later. You've got tons of battery life improvements, which is. An interesting one because there's a whole bunch of them that are in the OS and then there's a whole bunch of them that are um, app-facing. The interesting thing about the app-facing ones is they don't apply to apps until they're actually built against Android O. So this is something we're going through with Pocket Cast at the moment. So the current store version of Pocket Cast runs fine on Android O. It can do background downloads, it can do background refreshes, it can do all the background stuff it used to be allowed to do before. But now that we're building the Android O version, like the first thing I found is like Android O is like, oh, you can't do that and you can't do this. So we have to use like a brand new way of basically scheduling background downloads. And what that means for you as a user is um, things should get grouped together now so that your battery life is is respected. So if your phone's asleep for three hours, in theory, it should stay asleep. You know, when you plug it into charge and it sees like a Wi-Fi network, you should wake up a whole bunch of apps and be like, hey, it's time to go to town. And all these things should, in theory, lead to better battery life. But some of them might take a few months, you know, as, as apps are sort of updated for Android O. Like it's not I guess it would have been really weird for Google to go like, you know what, all your apps are destroyed now, you're just going to have to fix them. Like that's that's an approach that they probably couldn't have taken. So this is a smart way to do it as these apps are slowly updated and you have to build against Android O eventually. You can't avoid it forever. So that's that's good news. Um, I'm trying to think what else is in here. Autofill, that's pretty cool. If Hopefully apps like 1Password and oh. LastPass and, and various other it's systems so adopt great. that. Oh, you've used it for it's so great. Tell us about it. Yeah, it works in Snapchat, which really? is like the best because <laughs> Snapchat only lets it, uh, I forget what it's called, but it only lets you do the one login at a time. And I use it to test the phones when I'm reviewing because it's like the most memory intensive thing that exists on the planet uh, besides <laughs> Facebook. And uh, so it worked and I've been seeing it work on, uh, I don't know, I think I was using maybe Trello or something. I don't know, but it was working just fine. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot to like in here. I think I, I really can't wait to see how developers choose to support a lot of these features. Like picture in picture, when I first when I first heard about it, like at the Google I/O keynote, I'm like, oh wow, aren't you clever? Now you can have a floating video on top of the screen, just like we've been able to do in iOS since. I don't know the Bronze Age. Nice move, Google. Uh, but okay, and yes, you can have like pop out video that floats. But the uh, when I got to, got around to like watching all the de- all the developer videos from I/O and they talked about this more in depth. It's like no, it's not just video. It's like you can have let's say let's say uh, I have a, my street navigation app. Uh, what's the, uh, there, there are a couple of apps that are better than Google Maps if you if you like ride trains and ride buses. And you know how it is. It's like I don't really care like exactly where I am. I just need to know how many stops until it's my stop if I'm on, if I'm on the mm-hmm. if I'm on the train and how much time until I start to I need to close down my, my laptop and close down my little office here. And so I can have my street navigation app and it's in full screen for the navigation. Here's where the route is and here's where all the buses are and here's where the train schedule is. But then when I switch over to like the the Kindle app to start reading, 
if this app supports picture in picture, it can choose to do now just have a picture in picture version of its own app that simply says you are eight stops away. You're probably going to be there in 18 minutes. And if I tap that square, I'm suddenly back in the app again. It's like, oh, so many. There's so many apps that you just you don't want it to dominate your perspective. You just want to sort of keep an eye on it like like a timer. I mean, it's things things that are simple like that. And that that's just a, a long list of stuff where well, I'm when I'm looking at some of these features, it's like this is going to be a fun, Android is going to be a really cool place to be three or four months from now when most of my primary apps have been really updated aggressively just to support O. They're also they're also doing uh, I didn't I didn't find this out until I started reading more in depth like last week. So 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 many little things that are just annoy the hell out of me on all phones. This is a feature that they they fixed. Like uh, you have the choice. <laughs> normally you have the choice of I can either turn off Wi-Fi when I'm walking around. Uh, and so I'm saving battery and then just turn it on when I want to use it, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, or I can leave it on all the time, which means that, A, the radio is active, it's burning battery. But also it's like, damn, I just I just want to – why can't I get my mail? Like, oh, that's because uh, my car is within one block of a Dunkin' Donuts as trying to connect to Dunkin' Donuts Wi-Fi because it's, it had seen – it knows that I, I connected to the Dunkin' Donuts Wi-Fi hotspot like near my house, like a two miles away from my house, as opposed to the one here in downtown Boston. So now there's like a smart location based uh, Wi-Fi that as far that se- it works. It Here's how it seems to work where Wi-Fi you, you've turned off Wi-Fi, but with this feature enabled, let's say that you do have like your favorite coffee shop, your, your specific favorite Starbucks where you happen to hang out and use the Wi-Fi. When location services tells your phone that, hey, Andy is in the Starbucks in Woburn, Massachusetts on Route 1, it will turn on Wi-Fi and connect to that Wi-Fi hotspot. So it's not as though it's always looking for a Google Starbucks. It will simply say he is in a location where he has trusted a, high, a Wi-Fi hotspot before. Or more practically, leave it off, leave it off all the time. It only turns on when you're at home or when you're at the office. It's just something you used to use, like third-party applications to set up before to do like echo-based geofencing. It seems to be just it just works the way you'd want it to. Yeah, I literally had this happen to me yesterday, Andy. So I was doing some some download testing. So I was in the office. I turned off the Wi-Fi because I wanted to make sure you know do the downloads trigger correctly when you're on and off Wi-Fi. And then I'd completely forgotten that I'd turned the Wi-Fi off. I, I went to grab lunch. I came back, and then I got this notification on my phone that says like, "Hey, we've automatically connected you back to like your known Wi-Fi location." I'm like. And then I realized what had happened. Like I had manually turned it off. I'd gone for a walk. I'd come back and it had turned itself off because it knows, I guess, that that my office is like a trusted location. And I think that's kind of cool because I've had tons of times before in the past where I've done literally been doing some testing. I've turned the Wi-Fi off and then without realizing it, I've just burned through like two gig of, of mobile data, which is really limited here in Australia. Like that's, it, gets a, it gets crazy expensive if you get over your limits and things like that. And it's like, oh, oh thanks, Android. Like I appreciate that. Why is it so expensive down there? Oh, don't get me started for it. It used to be... Okay, sorry. No, 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 uh, yeah. no you've got me started. It's too late. <laughs> it used to be many years ago that um, I, had a, I had a vigorous discussion with my telecommunications provider that it was cheaper to send data to the Hubble Space Telescope and, uh, you know, retrieve it than it was to, to use mobile data through them once you're over the cap. Thankfully, our government finally stepped in and I think now when you go over your excess, it's $10 a gigabyte, which is... Ah! is not, it's not cheap, but it's still not, you know, I, I literally once got a bill for like $430 for using, I think it was 18 megabytes of like extra data. This was a few years ago now. And I'm like, what? What? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What were you doing at 18? Oh, 18 megabytes. I thought you said gigabytes. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. This, is, this is megabytes. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I wish that I wish that it could be smarter about how it uses the Wi-Fi hotspot feature because there have been times because I have a, an iPad Pro and I use my phone as a hotspot for both my laptop and uh, and my and whatever. There are times where I've forgotten that I had like photo syncing turned on oh, on these no, devices. Oh, the worst! And suddenly, <laughs> like I've got 18 gigabytes of uploads happening. Like, oh, yeah, how, did, how much did that cost me before I shut before I shut it off? Yeah, I would, there is a. I don't know if either of you know about this. You probably do, but I'll tell you anyway for our listeners' sake. Um, you can go into your Android settings and you can actually, uh, even if something's a Wi-Fi connection, you can say that it's metered, and it will often pick this up if you connect to. Let's say you tether your Android device to like a another Android device or an iPhone or something like that, it knows that that's a tethered connection and it, it will actually set that to be metered. And you can do this manually as well. So if there's some particular Wi-Fi network, like you're at a friend's house or something, you don't want to burn through their Wi-Fi, you can go into settings and you can be like, no, this is a metered connection. So it won't do things like download you know, Google Play updates, it won't sync your photos, right. it won't do a ton of other stuff. And a, a lot of apps like ours included actually support this feature as well. So you can say in Pocket Casts, I want to auto-download stuff on Wi-Fi, but not if it's a a hotspot or metered, which is, that, that's a cool Android feature that I really like. It is very nice. I I knew, I completely knew about it, which is why I was in my phone settings to see <laughs> where that setting was, just to make sure I, when I, when I, conf- yeah, I don't, I, does, I don't know if iOS supports that. I, no, or, it doesn't. iOS yeah, sees it, like a tethered network and it even puts up a little tethering symbol, which annoys the heck out of me. And then it still doesn't seem to know it's tethered. Like it's it's put a symbol in the status bar, so clearly some part of the operating system knows that I'm tethered. But the rest of it's like I'm a sync all your photos now. Woo. <laughs> it's not your money, thank you very much, <laughs> iOS. I know that I, I know that you think that demographically people who own iPhones like have lots of discretionary income. There there should be a flag in settings for oh no, this person is a freelance journalist. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm afraid. There, there's yeah. I'm, Ugh. I love your next question There's, in the show doc here, Andy, because I want to know this as well. Is Does anyone remember Lens announced at Google I.O.? Coming oh, yes. soon. Where is it? I couldn't I, I can't find it anywhere. I actually forgot about it until you just brought it up. And I hate it when this happens. This happens every single year to me, or at least it has the last like five years. Google I.O. will come. We'll get all excited. Woo, look at all these future-facing technologies. Then I kind of just remember about like, the big picture stuff. So like Google Photos, I'm going to remember all that stuff because it's a thing I use anyway every day. But these little things, I feel like someone is banking on us kind of forgetting about them. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, I just, I completely forgot about Lens. And now that you brought it up, where the heck is it? It's not on Oreo. Yeah, it's supposedly it's coming soon. I have to refresh your memories because this was a long time ago. This is going to be now. Now we we believe it's going to be a button at the bottom of Google Assistant that basically says tells gives Google Assistant a pair of eyes. So if you want to say, you know, what am I looking at right now, or what is this thing, or what is this barcode, or whatever, you tap that button and it will activate the camera and hook up uh, for that for that request uh, Google Assistant to the camera. Uh, supposedly, according to Nine to Five Google. Uh, the latest version, latest beta of the Google app, version 7.9, has, if you tear it down, you can see the interface, you can see how it might be activated. So some of the infrastructure, I guess, is there, which means that at least they haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> so they they seem to be still be paying people to develop Lens, if anything, to just retain the copyright and the trademark to the name, I guess. But still, yeah, after after I remembered, I was going through my mental list of things that I was looking forward to in O uh, and, oh, that's right, Lens. What was that? And so, no, I couldn't find any any mention whatsoever of 
anyone at Google talking about it, anyone showing it off, any sort of a live new live fire exercise. So I don't know. Hopefully, it's, we, you see stuff in the uh, in the APKs. Eventually, that means that okay, a seed has been planted, and from these tiny acorns, perhaps a mighty oak will one day grow. We can only hope. Uh, but the tracks are in place and it's your tax dollars that will finish the project. So please yeah. keep paying your taxes, a.k.a. Oh. please keep downloading Android and using all of our things. I, I hope this is not a do you, do you two remember Google Now on Tap? It was a big, huge yeah. feature announcement. Google Now on yeah, Tap. It's gonna, yeah, woo, woo. And it, then, it annoyed me. I wish it would hold it down and it would just do the whole the, highlight the screen. I, I don't need this. I oh, know, but three months later, I don't know if you remember, but three months later from that huge, massive announcement, the future of blah, 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 it still mm-hmm. didn't really materialize in the way they said it would materialize. And eventually, even when it did, it wasn't really that impressive. I'm, I'm hoping Lens turns out better than that. Yeah, and, and you can get some of the functionality through... Uh, uh, through the Google Go- Google Goggles app, which is an app that in itself I didn't remember existed until uh, I did one of my periodic. I'm going to go to the Play Store and just look for it, tap on the developer <laughs> name and get every get a list of every app that for, that Google has put on the Play Store. Uh, and so, yes, that is the app that will essentially it's Google search based on images. So you can like take a picture of text and then highlight the text and it will auto detect what it is and translate it for you. That's the one that will do barcodes. And uh, if you, if you hook it up, if you give it access to pictures, it will do something that is, I found out that is again, that wonderful hybrid Google of, Oh my God, what a cool feature. And Oh my God, that's so creepy. Uh, I didn't know until I, so I took a gag photo of uh ordered a book on Amazon. It came in. I took a photo, posted on Instagram with the cover of the book. And then I don't know, minutes or hours later, whatever, I was aware of a notification that, uh, <laughs> that Google goggles put up that simply that had a, a thumbnail of that book cover. It was like a, a book on art and said so the, the name and revealed like the name of this piece of art and the artist and links to like where I can find more about the artist. So the fact that I had given it access to my camera roll, it's now looking at stuff in my role and trying to, f- find search results based on things I've taken picture pictures of. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm impressed that the fact that, again, this was not a book about this artist or about this painting, that it just, and it wasn't like even like a, a particularly good, it's like on my front porch, me holding it at an angle with like the envelope it came in, like sort of underneath that it was a spontaneous thing. Like, I'm impressed that you were able to figure that out. I'm now I'm going to turn off the feature where you have access to my camera roll because now I'm terrified of what you're what you're deciding based on what you the, the 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 fried clams that I took a picture of last week and the broken bicycle fender I took a picture of two weeks ago yeah so thank you for hope, reminding me that that exists by the way <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff like that at Google isn't there stuff that oh that's right it still exists and they're still supporting it but you you have to find it to find out that it's still a thing <laughs> there definitely is. I just installed that, Andy, because I'd completely forgotten that existed. Um, I could not figure out how to use it. I'm just like, what does this do? I'm pressing the button, it turns blue. I probably shouldn't have done it live on air. I might have to go research that later on. Yeah. It's not, ter- it's not terribly easy. I, I, I get it. I make it, it works really easily for me if I give it like a picture from my camera roll. It has some sort of a camera app interface, but I. I should probably look online for the documentation for it. Uh, it did. It did come in handy when I was I was watching a live stream of uh, a concert happening in Germany, and suddenly Act One was over, and then there was like text that suddenly appeared. I didn't know what it meant, and was able to hold up Google goggles, take a picture of the screen, says, "Oh, it says the program will resume soon." Like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
It's, it's, <laughs> it's not telling me, it's not telling me go home. It's where part two is not till tomorrow, but okay. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're giving it to me. I wish you were giving me something <laughs> a little bit more useful, but I'm glad you're giving this thing to me. And while we're reminding people of things that were announced at I.O. and are still missing, where's my Google Photos remove things from my photos feature? You know, chain link fence. I took a picture of my kid who plays baseball because we totally play that here in Australia. And it should remove the fence, yeah? Where, where is that feature? Still not available. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. play baseball in Australia? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of what other fo- uh, like sport would I take a picture I of my kids through a chain link culture. fence. I'm like, never. Uh, actually, chain link fences in Australia tend to be really low because a lot of our sports don't require. I guess cricket's the other one that you could potentially be hit. But even that, we have tiny little fences because getting hit by cricket balls is just, that's Australian like initiation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys, so did you guys see any of the Note 8 fanfare going on this morning? Well, it was this morning for us West Coasters. Uh, the first thing I did when I got up this morning was. This is my hashtag freelance life. The first thing I did when I got up this morning is I turned on YouTube and I watched the Samsung Note 8 keynote happening live in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I couldn't get myself out of the house for that today. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, had no, I had no plans to attend, but it's like I, I did think about going, but I, I'm, I'm a little bit on like event fatigue mode right now. And plus... There was, there was, there was no, there was, I, I didn't, I didn't win the Hamilton lottery for today. So there's also no reason for to be in oh, New York. That's a bummer. But yeah, also it's, it's a bit of a letdown because, you know, we've seen, we kind of saw everything or at least we thought we saw everything with the, with all the stuff that was sneak peeked like last week. So it's, 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 it's basically if you, if you've seen the galaxy S eight plus imagine something almost exactly that size, only it's slightly S- bigger, actually it is slightly uh, bigger. Um, and it has a tenth of an inch. Yeah, no, but I mean, but it's noticeable when you're holding them all together. Uh, because so I, I got to see the note eight. Um, I went to the briefing for it. And so I did coverage for PC world and yeah, it's bigger than the other two, the, the GS eight and the GS eight plus. And the S pen of course is amazing because that is just my favorite. It's just my favorite smartphone accessory. And I can, I just, Enjoy it. It's such a great accessory. Um, does it, does it still go into of, the bottom of the phone? So the same place? Yes. And I, of course, somebody had asked, can you put it in the wrong way? And then I forgot what the answer was. But anyway. I think they fixed that in the seven. So that was I just, like, I didn't, yeah. And I just didn't listen to it because I'm like, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's been a couple of years already. Uh, it is a slightly, slightly larger screen than the GS8 Plus. Uh, but it is the same resolution. Also, it doesn't have four gigs of RAM like its cousins. I guess they're siblings. Uh, it has six gigs so that you're getting two extra gigs, kind of helping. I guess that helps future-proof it a little bit. I mean, we see kind of like what people say about the OnePlus, the 3 and the 5 having the extra RAM. And, you know, maybe your phone isn't as slow as everybody else's after like eight months, which is kind of nice. And I feel like for this particular class of device, which is for the productivity focused, for the creative, for maybe just somebody who wants a lot of space to roam around on a screen. Like that's just going to be, it's going to be perfect. I think it's probably going to be good for the S Pen too, because Mm. I, I mean, I imagine that needs a lot of processing when you're doing scribbles. (laughs) Yeah. Or the scribbles. So at least it won't cost you anything. It it doesn't think that. That's uh, also true. Compared to I guess I guess it would help with Russell. Would it would it help also with like split screen apps? Because 
people yeah. tend to think split screen apps. It's the same size screen. I have to remind myself it's the same number of dots on that screen. It's not as though you're getting like an iPad mini sort of experience. And yet for some reason, I'm just instinctively more drawn to do split screen apps on a note than I am on, a, on an S8 plus. I, I think it's, it's not always a factor of the resolution. It's also like increased screen space kind of makes you think, oh, there's more room to have two apps side by side. And also from a, like a developer point of view, if you've got two apps side by side actually both running at the same time, that, that is slightly more like memory intensive than it is to keep switching between apps. Because generally when you switch to like another app, the other one gets put to sleep and it kind of sits there in the background going like, do, 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 any minute now, like you're going to call me back. Where is if they're both on screen, they both have to keep updating themselves with whatever's going on. So that's that's a potential to need. You probably don't need six gigs of RAM just yet, but like Flo's saying, like you're kind of future-proofing yourself, I guess. The thing I want to know, Flo, is yeah. is you you held it in your hand. How hard was the fingerprint sensor to get to? Because it's it's still, they've persisted. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to make it's this phone look bad. good. It's not that it's, bad. So it's still it's reachable? It's, it's not that bad. Look, it's awkward. It's awkward. It's not that bad. <laughs> now you're smudging two lenses, not just one. So it's like twice the issue now, I think. Exactly. So now we have dual cameras, dual rear cameras on the Note 8, which is probably safe to say that this is the camera setup that we're going to see in next year's flagship, except like slightly more improved, which is usually what happens. So two lenses, one is normal and one is a white. Well, it's not. Ah, oh, shoot. I forgot the spec on that one, and I apologize because I actually had the spec sheet uh, in front of me, but now it is missing from my screen. So it has two lenses. Uh, both are 12 megapixel, and both work in tandem to sort of give you, like, that portrait effect if you want that, kind of what, like, the iPhone boasts. Uh, and they both have OIS, which is another, like, really great thing, just thinking about the ability to take photos when it's dark out, the ability to take photos when you're moving around. I mean... I just reviewed a phone with a no OIS and I was reminded exactly why I love OIS and I throw it parties every year for its birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's back back when I really did the, the, the pixel peeping sort of test where it's like, now I'm going to magnify this to poster size to, to compare the iPhone 6 versus the whatever. Yeah, uh, the thing that always kicks butt is optical image stabilization. And it's a, it's especially for people who are, I mean, there's, uh, I can't, I, I'm sure there are now like at least a hundred, you know, iPhone 7 plus versus the Note 8, which is the oh, camera, champ yeah. new camera champion. And That's so next week. <laughs> oh God. So, Not so for every, me. No, I mean, from other people, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure everybody's going to point going to point out that at least with the iPhone Seven Plus, we don't know what the what the Seven S, whatever the next one's going to do. It also has two camera lenses, a, a near and a far, a telephoto and a wide, or whatever you want to call it. The difference, though, is that only the main one is optical image stable is, is stabilized, which means that if you try to take a picture with telephoto. And you're in sort of low light. the 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 iPhone will say, "Yeah, that's going to look like crap." I'm going to just shoot it with the white. I don't care. I'm going to shoot it with the. I'm sorry. I need to correct myself. I forget that there is uh, the as as Apple marketing will tell you there there aren't two cameras, there aren't two lenses. It's all one camera system, and you never need to know which lens you're using. Twins. Which is they're both which the is, same person. Yeah. <laughs> never mind but, the but, personality complex they'll have later on in life. <laughs> so yes, yeah, we're also we shouldn't be imposing roles on it. I mean, if the, if technically the technically one has a one has greater magnification, but if it doesn't want to identify as telephoto, then it's not a telephoto lens. Thank uh, you, Andy. But the but get it, 
getting back to, I'm sorry, the, te- the technical point is that if you're zooming, if you're zooming in and you're used to thinking, oh, great, I'm at 2x, which means that I'm, I'm switched to like the superior optical lens. I'm not using digital magnification. The phone will say, yeah, but this telephone, the, the lens, there's crappy light and I don't have enough light. And I think that I'll get a better picture if I go wide angle, use the optical image stabilization in the wide behind the wide angle lens and simply magnify that up rather than give you a telephoto image with maybe less noise but way more camera shake yeah so so it's the the, the thing is though there's there's so many factors that come into whether you get a good photo out of a one camera or another it really you, you can't go by technical specs anymore you really have to go down to i took a picture with camera a i took a picture with camera b I liked camera. I liked this picture more than this picture, and even there, and it's like, okay, if 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 one is better than the other under that test, then you add, okay, but what if we pretend that Instagram actually has really simple controls for adjusting the color and adjusting the brightness to what you like it to be, and you're willing to invest, I don't know, four point eight seconds in adjusting it the way you want it? Then there's almost no difference between the two. So, that's entirely true, but. Speaking of the tech of the camera, now I just want to, sorry, I just want to get this in there because I went to go dig it out of my email. So the specs for the camera are as follows, is one wide angle, it's just a 12 megapixel uh, dual pixel, and one telephoto. So that's what I was getting confused with in my mind, so I apologize. I just wanted to <laughs> put that out there on the table for all y'all. And just so you know, one camera shoots at an aperture of 1.7 and the other shoots at an aperture of 2.4. Well, there you go. I, I have to know, Flo, like from, from holding it and playing with it, is there any other sort of things that, that stood out to you that, that were different to the S8 Plus or just there's, like you weren't expecting? There's So compared to the Note 7, there's actually enough screen space now to kind of like go wild with the S Pen. Like I thought the Note 7 was kind of, now that I've held the Note 8 and I just am sort of recalling from my experience with the Note 7, I felt like it was kind of narrow, which was great for holding it, but it was hard for the whole utility of having this stylus that kind of tucks in there. Um, I I think the thing that's going to be... So by the way, a lot of the S Pen features, kind of a reprise from the Note 7, just a couple extra things like live message where you can kind of like draw a little animated GIF in the Samsung keyboard app. And uh, I think... Oh, and there's live shot... I believe it's called, which you, which is essentially its version of portrait mode, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's also the fact that this phone is going to start at 930 USD. Yeah. Whoa. For the cheap one. So (laughs) it's funny because I saw a lot of iPhone users balk on this on Twitter today. (laughs) And not that I'm throwing shade, but let's wait until the iPhone comes out, please. And let's see how much Apple prices it before we start going. Because I feel like this is beginning a trend. Just like looking at the fact that the Moto Z2 Force is starting like around $700. (laughs) That's your mid-range phone now. And that exactly. Well, I mean, in all, for all, whatever its specs say that it's not but in in essence it will be i feel treated as a mid-range phone but yes so 930 dollars wow yeah that's i i don't know it's it is best in class specs to be fair like samsung phones will deliver 
It will give you that little edge that you have over your iPhone wielding friend if that's what you're really after in life, <laughs> which is fine. We've all been because there. well, because that's that's one of the extra features of the of the S Pen. That way, you can stab somebody in the head with it while taking pictures of yourself stabbing this person in the in the head by saying, "You know that when you use an Android product, they're actually collecting your personal information." <laughs> saying. Die, die, die. It die, is die, die. 0.7 millimeters, just so you know, that little tip. <laughs> so it is very possible. But uh, just oh, as a I, forewarning. I, 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 <laughs> I, I've, I've, been, I've been given that argument enough time. I, I, I haven't done it yet. I'm just saying that I've got a, I generated a random number about four years ago. And let's say it's number 6,312. So <laughs> number 6,311 who says that to me, I will simply nod and say that is very true. But then the next one... Again, both. I'm not saying I will kill them. I'm saying that I've given myself permission to do that if I feel that it would please me in the moment. Oh, Andy, I'm there. I'm right there with you. I have friends that are all up in arms about that. You know, there's that page you can go to. I think it's myactivity.google.com or activity.google.com or something. And it basically shows you all the data that has Google yes. uh, Google has on you. And they're like, look at all this data Google has. They're trying to hide. It's it's available here in this secret <laughs> website. They don't want you to know about I'm like, it's hosted <laughs> on google.com. It's like... You log in with your account, you know that's actually Google. And I know what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm fine. I can sleep at night just fine. Thank you very much. Well, are, aren't you aren't you afraid that the FBI is gonna is gonna come in in helicopters and arrest you if you're super hacking, Matthew? I live Broderick. here in Air Force Base. They probably already know what I'm doing over here. That's why yeah. that was flying over my house. <laughs> it's I mean, it, it is interesting. I don't I don't I guess I guess the only reason why like I get have that sort of yeah reaction to the idea of uh, yeah. $930 for yeah. the entry level version of this is only because I'm used to phones costing $700 or something like that and it's and and because it's not any better. again <laughs> yeah I know and I I it's I guess it's 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 a reaction based on what I use a phone for yeah and I compare that to well I spent like when I got the first generation iPad pro like the third the thirteen inch iPad pro for nine hundred and like eighty dollars and I was able to certainly i didn't think twice about it because I knew it was exactly i knew it would be as useful to me as it has proven to be, but also I felt like well I'm getting like a twelve point nine inch screen that I can actually is big enough that I actually sit down and use like as a notebook computer the fact that it costs as much as a notebook computer that would run windows didn't therefore it didn't sort of brush me off and it has a i can buy a pencil for very little more and it's hard for me to think of this little thing that is okay it's the size of an aggressive pop tart and it's 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 a great one of those but i can't it's there's a point at which uh, there's a point at which i want something kind of small that will fit in my pocket and i've got as much usefulness out of it that i as something that i can just stick in my pocket next to my wallet i've got a use for an ipad i don't have a justification for something that's sort of in between there and so i'm like oh okay I'm I'm glad that I don't I, I just I guess it is that I don't know when I get to that point in the review where I mention how much money it costs I'm going to have to stifle. Well, if you it, it's your money, if you think that that's going to give you nine hundred thirty dollars, that's value, fair. It I mean that's what I say <laughs> to iPhone people uh, or I guess Apple people. But I will say. What's very interesting is noting sort of the marketing message that's coming out with the Note 8. So there's a lot of talk just about the Note 8 customer, like the person who uses the Note, whose life revolves around this device. And um, I I mean, it's it's a humanizing angle, I guess, for this little phablet 
device. Just kind of showing that like there are a lot of, and you know what? I do see this thing out in the wild. I did a lot more when it was the Note 5. They yeah. kind of have died off a little bit because the Note 7 sort of got banned. And I think a lot of people just were like, forget it. I'll go get another device of some sort. So I haven't really been seeing them in people's hands. And I'd like to think that the people I see, you know, in the Bay Area is kind of a nice idea of what people are wielding these days. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing people wield this. I see a lot of people with the S8 and the SA Plus. Yeah, that, those things are everywhere. Like I, I reckon one, one of the other yeah. things that maybe stops the Note 8 from selling as well as it used to is it used to be back in the Note 5 days that the Note was quote-unquote the big one. If you wanted a big phone, you, you got the Note 5. Like all the other phones were yeah. quote-unquote small. But now that, you know, the S8 and the S8 Plus, they've, they've got the you want tons of screen real estate, like we got you covered. So now it's kind of... The Note 8 is like even more premium. So it's like, do you want an S Pen? Uh, do you want a slightly bigger screen? Do you want do you want more RAM? Do you want more sort of usable? Do you want next stuff? year's features? Exactly. Do you now. want next year's camera and, and that sort of thing, like on your phone? Because that's what you're that's what you're investing in, and that's why. I mean, nine hundred thirty dollars is quite a bit for a phone, but I just I'm hoping I don't know. I'm hoping it'll drop in price when they realize. Well, that's- that, that's another thing. I, iPhones, iPhones. It's a, it's absolutely like I can't I can't wait I can't publish this to the web. I have to push this out as a text notification to everybody because as soon as they find out that on Black Friday, Apple is discounting the iPhone Seven by fifteen dollars. Can you believe that? Fifteen whole dollars. <laughs> Usually they only discount them by ten dollars. Whereas if you let the initial wave die down, they'll start to that nine hundred thirty dollar price will start to come down to. If you wait, you can find it for eight hundred, and maybe you'll find a coupon deal where you can get it for six hundred and fifty dollars with a certain activation. Or so, and 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 it also you also got to mention that one of the one of the markers of a truly successful product, really a truly success, successful purchase, is that you instantly forget about how much you spent on it as soon as you it, it's integrated into your life, and you realize how easy it's making parts of your life not like this is a not this is a really good phone but so much so many things that were very complicated are now very very simple like and we all have purchases like that where it's like the, the you you just your your finger was kind of trembling as you about to like tap the buy it now button because i have never paid this much money for one of these ever oh and my then gosh. And then, like three days later, it's like you would have you're you, you if if you could have yeah it's like oh this is the best thing I ever bought in my life so yeah I mean and I, like and I, about the pixel <laughs> exactly yeah. I mean not only that but you think about the positioning of it and I, I think it's it's smart from Samsung's point of view like have this super high end like really expensive phone that probably has more margin um, in there for them as well so that if people really do want that you know high end premium experience then they're willing to pay for it like here it is. And then I hate to say down market because it sounds really weird. The S8 is still really expensive. But further kind of down market, you've got the S8, like still still a premium looking and feeling phone, but, you know, cheaper than our, our high-end model. And that's – I used to work in retail. I'll never forget that's that's one of the quote-unquote tactics that we used to use a lot. So you, what you do is you'd have a shelf with three stereos, right? So you'd have a really expensive, crazy stereo that you don't really expect many people to buy. Let's say it's – I don't know, back then it was like $800. And then next to it, you have like a $650 stereo, which actually is still expensive, but you've got this idea of grounding. Like people look across at the $800 one, they're like, I don't know if I can pay $800 for a stereo. And then they look at the $650 one, they're like, 
oh, this one's cheaper and it's got almost all the that's same ex- features. And oh, it's that's how they get your flow. It's a good psychology and it totally freaking works. It works because you're not prepared it to spend works. 800, but now your thoughts are up there. You're thinking, like, oh, 800. And when it goes down to 650, you're like, oh, actually, that's a lot cheaper. And suddenly, when you walked into that store, you're only willing to pay $400 for a stereo. Like this was the limit you told yourself. But having seen the $800 one and then the 650 one, you're like, it's probably too much of a good deal to pass up. Like I'm here. Oh, I totally do that. They get me like that all the time. That's how they get me. I am a sucker for that stuff. That's why I never go shopping alone. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a reason why some manufacturers still have phones that have only 32 gigabytes of storage. It's to sell the, it's to sell the, 60, it's to sell the 64 gigabyte one which is and the next level up is the 256 gigabyte one where it says oh well you know we, we have the three we have a 300 dollar model uh but three with uh, 32 gigs which is fine for most users uh which was the next well we our best one well, our best one is, has 256 it's about a thousand bucks like oh my god that's that's twice what i want to pay oh well that's fine because yeah it just seems very it just seems i mean the grand scheme of things it seems so wasteful but i guess if you're manufacturing with expectations that you're going to have fewer people buying, you know, the lowest and the highest end and just kind of mess. I mean, I guess if it works out that way, but I just, I just think about like how annoyingly wasteful that is. And then I think about how I appreciate companies like OnePlus 5 that are like, yeah, yep, here's what it is. Here's, you want it? Come get it. Just, here you go. You can use it wherever. I mean, you know? it's funny as a consumer, what you really want is for the company to try as hard as they can to make one model that's just super amazing value for money. But from a company point of view, I completely see the other angle. Like like yeah, you two are saying, you, you make a kind of cheap one that people probably, you can push people to the next middle one and then you make a premium expensive one that some people will still buy. So you're still going to make your margin on that. But the people that don't buy that will be pushed to the middle and you're like, we all win. Watch the money rain from the sky if you're Samsung. So I, I have a feeling this is going to be a successful launch and it will probably also, weirdly enough, boost sales of the S8 as well. So people might walk into a store and be like, yeah, oh, I'm thinking about is. the Note 8. And then they're like, oh, but this phone's like, yeah. you know, so many hundred dollars cheaper. Oh, I'll just get this one. Or carriers will do the deal where they go, come and get like a brand new Note 8 and we'll give you a free GS8 for free. <laughs> so, and that's how you get your family upgraded because, I mean, there are families whose lives revolve around these upgrade cycles. Like I completely right. end these sales. Hand me down. Because that's my, that's my family. That's how my family, do. I don't do it because I'm here, Miss Outlier, blah, blah, blah. But the three, the other three, because we have a nice little family plan, the other three, Anyway, <laughs> well, before we should we should start wrapping up. But there's one last question about the Note 8 that we need answered. Mm-hmm. Does it have a headphone jack? Yes. There you go. Sold. Sold in the room. <laughs> Wait, it does. Right? It does. So brave. So brave. Sounds like it also has a Bixby button. But let's just focus on. The, I can never know. I'm like I'm like looking at the spec sheet. I'm like, wait, does it? Was that just a lie? <sighs> you don't know anymore. Remember when the world was simple and we just simply didn't have to even check to see if it had a if it had a headphone jack? It's true. Oh boy, people let people. Yeah. We seemed to laugh more back then. Simpler times, we did, Andy. but Simpler I mean, it, they they were a lot simpler times back then, guys. <laughs> Come on, let's think about the you know. Big picture, big picture, everybody, big picture. <laughs> you're so <Ugh>. much more simpler. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be? It was all so much simpler. Th- okay, and that's a very good time to stop. This has been episode 113 of Material Flow. Where do people find more of that flow awesomeness? Uh, well, you guys can find me on the internet, uh, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on Instagram. I know that flow. 
on the web at PC World and Android Central where I'm doing stuff and uh, I don't know all about Android, which is every Tuesday. And here. <laughs> Russell, I, I suppose you still have a you have a, an important product and or service, although it's, is it in limbo right now? Are you, are you updating it for O? Yes. You I said am. you're going to embrace O? I'm going to fully embrace O, Andy. I'm currently battling with O because O is very like, don't touch my battery or I will touch you right back. It's it's very uh, hands-on. Well, there's yeah. a reason because some of us are <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> you're welcome, you Flo. Okay. All this hard work. <laughs> uh, I'm Andy Anatko. If you can spell my last name, you can basically find my Instagram and find my Twitter and also find my blog, anatko.com and anatko everywhere else. Uh, one last plug for us. Uh, if you go down to relay.com slash material, number one, you can email us and give us more content for next week's show and the show after that by telling us what you liked, what you didn't like, or any progressive thoughts that occurred to you during the during the listening of this show. You can also send some money our way by becoming a member. <laughs> Uh, supporting our advertisers is is wonderful and very much appreciated, but you can also just sort of like take the let's put money in a box and send it to Flo and Russell and Andy uh, through the intermediary of Relay.fm. Uh, and there are several members of memberships. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're, we are about to record what is going to be one of the one of the membership benefits, which is special episodes that you can only get as a member. So find out about that by putting some putting some money that we'll then spend on phones that we'll then pretend we really, really need, but we just really, really wanted and we have listener-supported money to spend. That's it for this week. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have a great week, everybody. 